Boom. Boom. We got sound. Do we have beers? Oh, we got beers. Oh. Go ahead, Stu. Oh. Ah. Not bad. (laughs) Almost a trifecta. (laughs) Mmm. That's cold. That's colder than when I put it in the cooler somehow. (laughs) I had a cooler full full of beer in my car at work today because I drove straight from work to here because I thought Scott Stewart was going to a softball game. (laughs) That's fine. It was a... No, they didn't tell me to like... (laughs) Quarter after I'm five. Just, I'm just screwing with you. This works out good. So so I had a small little cooler, my six-pack cooler, and I packed it full of ice. I threw it in this brand-new Hunter cooler that Tara got me. Mm. I don't think that shit melted a drop. <laughs> ice and cold. The Metal for Dummies is back. Yes. Um, Brian Stanko's list this week. Yeah. We, well, we just had the one week off last week because... My wife was out of town, and it was just—it was going to be a little tough to do a yeah. podcast and and all that. Yeah. Well, I think we had the week before we? that too. Okay. Did For, we? We're, did we're, we do the ugly one the two week two I, weeks ago. I think we had because we originally it was going to be two weeks because the week before. No, maybe you're right. The only reason I'm, I thought that too, but then I was thinking originally that I we talked about those Calibries. Albums. I thought I talked about those yeah. on the last podcast, and I had just yeah. Originally, I think we were definitely taking last week off, but then we thought about we were going to come it. out to Bradford and do it, and then you said that wasn't going to work. So then yeah, I was like, I don't think we could do a podcast if anybody wanted to come just hang out, and then you guys had other stuff going anyway, right. and so it just didn't work out right. So yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe it has just been two weeks. Yeah, I don't know. It seems like it's been a while, a long time. It does. But... It seemed like it was, like I think, because when I first came up with this list, I think I did it because we were, we're going to have, have two weeks. Time. Yeah. yeah, so maybe, so maybe it has, has been. been three. Yeah. Here we go again, trying to figure out what the <laughs> fuck we're doing. I don't know, people. It does. I think you're right, because it seems like it's been a while since we've done one of these. Yeah. It's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> Stained won't be on this list. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Top ten worst bands that went from rock to country. <laughs> Stained, Bon Jovi. Well, Keel. in all fairness to Stained, it's the it's Aaron the Lewis. singer. Yeah, yeah so Steven Tyler, country. Yeah, Booty <laughs> and the Boyfriend. Stained's last one they put out was actually pretty good. That self Maybe other. It, I don't want to rank the fucking thing, but boy. It's up there. It, yeah. it was really good, especially after some not so good yeah, stuff. Like we lost shit. them. Yeah, lost interest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was good. That's, they're pretty much sound like they're done. Seems like it. Yeah. yeah. Anywho, so Brian Stanko's list. So yeah, I think we either had two or three weeks. Yeah, yeah, it's been a while. It's been a long time. Same but long, rock and roll. Long, long, long. <laughs> <laughs> so we bring to you today 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 and today only as munch likes to say when we do some of these we're jumping in our delorean and going back to the future yep to uh a nice round year 1990 kind of in the wheelhouse of everybody uh you know 
what was that, 28 years ago, right? Yeah, it's making Jesus me Christ. <laughs> yeah. Well, I graduated in 91, so I was in high school. We were still uptown and mailing. Right. <laughs> August of 91, to moved down well, to Irvin. 90 was the year I started Blair, so uptown. So. 5.30, 10.30 shift. I yes. was a freshman in high school. Yes. And Friday nights we go to Pizza Hut and after the guys get out of work. <laughs> we re- see, we really did go. <laughs> I don't know if you guys went or not. It was me, uh, Kevin Stanton, Jeffrey, no. Missy Morosky. Well, I was still in high school, so I probably had to pretty much get my ass home after work at and that point. And listen to Slayer. And listen to Slayer, yeah. <laughs> Mom, I'm done with my podcast. On his cassette. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we got our top 10 albums from 1990. I thought I was going to have, I thought I was going to get Harkness up here, at least to oh. chime in here and there on this one. Were you close? But yeah, he, Shouldn't I told him about it. it a couple weeks ago and it's like last week he said, oh, I might, I might come up. He's like, I probably won't have a list, but I might come up and then. I told him today that we were doing it tonight, and he's like, ah, I'll pass, he says. <laughs> so, Dan, if you listen to this, we wish you were here. Yeah, hope you come up again. Yeah, so, because I knew this would be in kind of Dan's wheelhouse, too. Yeah, you know? oh, for sure. So, uh, yeah, top, top ten albums from 1990. This is, you know, when I was made up a long list, and I started looking at these. It's kind of it was kind of interesting time at least for me in my music listening because I was all you know I was into the eighties still yeah still am the eighties <laughs> I hate saying hair metal because all those Glam. bands hate that term mm-hmm. but that's what everybody knows it by uh, you know I listened to a lot of the eighties hair metal wasn't into the heavier stuff. In the 80s, like, I didn't listen to Metallica in the 80s and Slayer and, you know, Megadeth even. I didn't get into those bands until about this year. Yeah. About, about 1990 is when I started getting into the heavier stuff. Um, so it was, it's a it's a unique year for me because it, it's kind of when I was... Transitional. Kind of transitioning uh-huh. from, and I still, like Stewie said, I still like the, the hair metal bands. You know, I still oh, sure. listen to that stuff. But I was kind of transitioning, I guess, from exclusively side. listening to that to kind of broadening my metal sure. horizons to the thrashy stuff and the little heavier, little bit heavier stuff. So it was kind of an interesting list for me because, you know, I got some '80s hair bands on there. I got some metal, you know, thrashy metal. I got so it was kind of interesting doing this list. Most of mine are. What I was listening to then. Right. Oh, yeah. That's that's the other thing that's kind of neat is you can go back and listen. And, you know, if we were to do this list in 1990. It might be totally here, different than what it is now. We'd, you and I'd be drinking Pepsi and yeah. Stewie would still have his 30-pack of Coors Light. <laughs> um, no, I'd been Coors Extra Gold back extra then. Extra Gold. <laughs> nah. And uh, the list might have been different, but I think... I don't know. It's just kind of neat to think about that. You know, how would have this maybe been different? Yeah. Some stuff you late, are a late bloomer on that maybe you right. didn't listen to much 
the, that you know when it came out, but even ten years later, you could have been like, wow, I really got into that album as I was After checking out a band's back catalog or whatever. Right. right. You know, so it's kind of cool. Yeah. This was a this was a, this was a, fun this was a good one. It's a good one. Quite good. One. Well, without uh, further Freddie ado. Freddie do. And one more thing. I almost texted you last night, Brian. I was so fucking relieved that there wasn't a goddamn Game 7 in the Eastern Conference Finals. Right. Of, <laughs> or semifinals of the NHL playoffs. The Penguins have already been sent packing. You're already out on the golf course. And I was in Pittsburgh. Yeah, when it when, happened. When it happened, yeah. I, yeah. I was going to comment on that. See, Sierra, it was your fault. You went to... Or did yeah. I? I can't remember if I did or not. I said, blame us there. It was your fault because you went to a concert instead of staying home watching a game. I'll talk about that show yeah, right? yeah, yeah. after the list. Yeah. That'll be good after a little list. review on that. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. So, <laughs> my 10 from 1990. This was interesting. I remember buying this back in the day. I liked it. And when I started putting this together, I... Really didn't know if it was going to make it. I knew it was going to be kind of on the fringe. And I had had quite a time with this 10 spot. I had a lot of shit that was going for this 10 spot. This one finally won out. Not metal, but it's definitely a good rock album. People might snicker at me. I got the Divinals self-titled album from 1990. Now, anybody that knows, you know the big hit, Stewie? I touched myself. There you go. (laughs) That's why I said people might snicker. Because that song was kind of a, I don't know, it kind of looked at as like a joke song or whatever, you know. Gimmick song. Gimmick, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. But I'll tell you, this whole album is really good. Is it really? Like, I love it. I, I mean, it's good. It's a good rock album. I mean... Good songs. What do we always say? Good songs. Good choruses. Uh, the sl- there's a slow song that's the album closer um, called I'm On Your Side. Fucking awesome song. Um, yeah, there's a lot of good stuff on this. song called Bullet is really good. Um, just like I said, just a re- good regular rock CD. And like I said, I remember I bought it because of this, you know, the hit. And I don't know, just over the years, I've I've go back to it every now and then. And when I went, it's been a little bit since I listened to it before this list. <coughs> and, you know, I listened to it getting ready for this, and I'm like, man, you know, it's a good album. I like it. Because <laughs> right. back in the day, I when that came out, I was always sitting there. I'd go up look at it. Just yeah. You I never bought it. it. Never bought it. Never bought it. Yeah. So I might have to go back and. I like. I mean, I'm sure if you got it now off Amazon, it would probably be pretty cheap. So it wouldn't be like you'd be. Might be one of their five dollars or three ninety nine albums or something for the digital. So yeah, I mean, I like it. I think it's. I think it's good. I I can let you borrow it actually if you want to check it out before you. And the singer just passed away within the last couple. Did she of years, really? Yeah, right? she, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I think I missed yeah. that. I didn't know about that. Yeah. I missed that. Huh. Interesting. So, yeah. The vinyl, self-titled. They, and, you know, I, I never checked out any of their other stuff. They had they had a decent amount of other stuff. Yeah. 
Didn't they have one of their other ones that when we went to that comic place in Olean, the Divinals? I think they, they did because you pulled it out. Pulled it out. I was like, dude, did you see this? Or, yeah. yeah, and I don't know. I sh- I've never checked out any of their other stuff. I don't, I don't know, know how much it cost or anything, but right, it couldn't be that much. How much the prices were in yeah. that one? <laughs> but yeah, for whatever reason, I've never checked out their other stuff. I've, you know, I've had a hold of it in different music stores before, looking at it and almost. Picked up other stuff of theirs, but I just never have. Never have. So, but but this album, I don't know. I really like it. I think it's good. Well, have you ever gone on the, even iTunes just to listen to the samples of nope. the stuff? I've yeah. never, yeah, I've never even heard a sample of yeah. anything else they've ever put out. Yeah. It's weird. It might be a good starting spot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go check it out on you know right. iTunes and just see, does it sound yeah along the par would, of that other album? Or? Yeah, I would think that they Because I almost did that. We were in when my buddy and I went to Jamestown. I got the Misfits album. I had another one in my hands too, and I almost bought it, but twenty seven dollars is just like I don't want to pay that much. I'll, All right. <laughs> it was the Beastie Boys, uh, Paul's Boutique. Oh yeah. So I put that back and went and found a used Ooh. CD one, ACDC, Let There Be Rock. Can't go wrong there. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> No, it wasn't that. It was if you want blood, you got it. Oh, the live album. Right. That's where we going. Go ahead, Haas. Okay, my number nine. I mean ten. Where am I going? <laughs> wow. He Jump just takes his own way. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm gonna start with my nine. I'll circle back to ten later. My ten's gonna get <laughs> laughed at. Is it, it was her album trying to get away from. What they were before. Oh. I have Striper against the law. Ah. I'm just going to punch you. No, I, keep I do it. I do it. <laughs> Probably on your fucking list somewhere. I mean, it is. It's not a bad album. <laughs> it's okay, man. It's fine. Listen, I mean, they don't, like, preach on everything, like, on this one or anything. What's, what's the name of it? Against the law. I must have been out of them at that point, because I don't, I don't remember that one. That was after... Was after To Hell with the Devil, I think. I had To Hell with the Devil and In God We Trust. And after that, I lost track. <laughs> sit there Friday nights listening I was, to Striper with his mom. Yeah, I was. <clears throat> I must have uh, started worshiping the devil at that point. <laughs> must have I mean, lost track. <laughs> it was an attempt to try to get away from being white metal or Christian metal, however you want to oh, say it. Oh, really? And this album, they actually... He hates this album. Most of the band members hate this album because oh, yeah. it's not preaching it's... what they're doing. Everybody else is like, "We like this album because you're not doing that." Right? <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Well, like I said, this year was kind of it was kind of a it was starting to become like that transition time for a lot of these '80s bands, you know. So it's interesting. Might as well just leave this up here. You might as well. <laughs> here, I thought Stewie was getting a 36-pack because he was going to a softball game. He's not going to a softball game. He's just going to drink 20 days tonight. I like it. That's Colorado Mountain well, Spring Water. You can take about 47 to get drunk off yeah, of Might as well see. Might as yeah. well go get another 36-pack yeah, sure. and see. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, my number 10 
speaking of against the law, or whatever the name of the striper album is. No, that was right. This is sort of against my normal protocol, although Ooh. I have a feeling this is on Stewie's list. Oh. I don't typically go with the live albums, but I had to, because oh. I'm not going to get to talk about this band like you guys do. I got a little Tesla with wow. five-man acoustical jam. Wow. <laughs> Tesla on Munchies with list. The oh, it's awesome. <laughs> I love that album. It's I a great that. album. It's I still have it on VHS, the yeah, concert but, on VHS. Yeah, yeah. That was, now, that was like, am I wrong, or did that sort of kick off the whole unplugged thing? It's funny you say that because... Well, no, it was a Nirvana kicked it off. Nirvana was later. Later, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Nirvana was like shortly before Cobain died. I was telling these guys before the podcast <clears throat> that I was listening to, I believe it was our third ever Metal for Dummies podcast at work today. And I mentioned this on that podcast because wow, Tesla was yeah. on my underrated bands list yeah. at that time. And, and I mentioned that they... Pretty much, they. I think this album did. I don't know if it gave MTV the idea for the Unplugged series or what, right. but this album was such a huge success it was a for huge them. Hit. I got. I got to think that that kind of gave them an idea sure, to have bands come in and do Unplugged because I don't think there was any Unplugged stuff. I don't think so. That's why I think before this, this. At least the unofficial start of it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I think it is. And you know, like Signs is the big. Hit cover off right. of there, but there's a lot but of. Covers I like there. the Beatles. Uh, we can work it yeah. out. Oh man, that's good. Yeah. I mean, and the whole album is it. just great. And I love acoustic music to begin with. Normally, I wouldn't put a live album on a, a CD of the year, but I think this is like this is one of those albums that sort of defined a period of time. At least this was such a big hit. Right. I, I think it's at least unofficially the start of the whole. Unplugged thing, right? Um, yeah, I, I, I just, I just wanted to get it on there. Yeah, and I, <laughs> I'm sorry, and I like the Beatles, and I'm not going to apologize for it. Oh, I like, and the I Beatles just think, too. yeah, it's a great mix. Yeah, it's a great mix of like I was say, covers and originals. Yeah. And I like the mix they had of covers yeah, and originals. It's perfect. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah. They even, you know, we don't, we say, you know. If we ever mention Grateful Dead on this podcast, it's usually uh, like a bad word or something. Yeah, you know? we're grateful that half they, of them are dead. Yeah, <laughs> Don's gonna come down and kick your ass. But, well, my sister Jerry will too. <laughs> oh, well, she. Yeah. She's wearing a Grateful Dead shirt today. But they do they do a cover of Truckin' by yes. Grateful Dead on this and too. It's good. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, it I mean and that's not a bad song, even right. the original. Right. Truckin'. Grateful Dead was the fucking band when. We went to, when we met up with you on our honeymoon, see Wednesday 13 in Cleveland, my wife and I um, went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, that was the feature. And they, check, check, check. Hopefully we didn't lose. I don't know. I hope we didn't lose when I was on the fucking phone, or when that phone call came through. Yeah, All right, it's going now. We might have, we might have missed some shit, guys. Oh, jeez. That would fucking (laughs) suck. I just noticed that. Good job, Stewie. Uh, we might have met a long... And that would suck if we have like yeah. a 20 minute of silence because it's going to be like, what the fuck? Shall we start over? <laughs> no, I don't think we can start over at this point. We could recap our... We'll go back and recap yeah, our top... Uh, yeah. Recap our top ten. 
Huh. Well, so we're up to six. six. Well, to recap mine, in case we had some kind of yeah, technical disclosure, the... I'm starting to think we did. <laughs> uh, I'll just re- Ten, I had Divinals, self-titled. Nine, I had Alice in Chains, Facelift. Eight, I had Testament, Souls of Black. And seven, I had Poison, Flesh and Blood. Now, my six, I got a repeat off of Munchichis. I got a little Pantera Cowboys from Hell. Aha! Aha! Yeah. This one, and Stewie knows because he has all that pre Cowboys from Hell stuff. And you actually gave that stuff to me and I I listened to most of it and I'm I just I couldn't believe how different it was <laughs> than it was pre-Phil yeah before Phil came and I'm in. like wow you know like so whenever I talk about Pantera this is the starting point for me I mean I don't know I mean I always look at Cowboys from Hell as the debut. Um, and it's funny too, because this one, there's a lot like there's a lot of like high pitch, high pitchedness, you know, and that pretty much goes away starting with Vulgar Display of Power oh, and the yeah. fall, you know, the one after this. Um, it's funny too, I never knew it, but I saw I don't even know what the hell I was watching, but uh, Primal Concrete Sledge off of this album i think it's this might be the second song after the title track you can tell it's got like a heavier sound to it yeah and there's no high pitched, you know in it they said that that was the last song they wrote for this album so that's it why it kind of sounds more like it would belong on vulgar display of power display. than this one because i think they're already starting to transition a little bit so but it's it's i still like this album i mean like you said the fucking title track is awesome cemetery gates is awesome i like um like primal concrete sludge is really good um i know the song shattered is i really like that uh domination or i think it's called domination Really good song. It's got a real good riff in it, in the middle of it there. Um, it's got some good stuff on it. The Art of Shredding, I think, is the album closer. And it's pretty yeah. good. Um, yeah, I mean, I would I would definitely probably, well, not probably, definitely put Vulgar Display Power and Far Beyond Driven ahead of this one, but... It would maybe fall in at three uh, yeah. for me, I'm thinking. So, yeah. Pantera, Cowboys from Hell. I remember, again, I remember back in the day watching... Headbangers Ball? Headbangers Ball and seeing the video for Cowboys from Hell. And they had Cemetery Gates video, too. It was pretty big. Yeah. That's when I got into Pantera. It was Pantera. This album, uh, a lot of people did, I guess. <laughs> I guess yeah, I'm not exclusive. You're not the only one. Club. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Oh. 
Snap, crackle, pop. Snap, yeah, I have a f- bad feeling that we probably did have just a big, long thing of... And I'm worried that it's when that goddamn phone call I came think that's on. when it was, yeah. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if we've ever recorded and a, that bar wasn't going before, if we've ever ran into that or not. Yeah. I don't know. I don't either. I think we have on the iPad, and I think it was screwed up. But we'll see. There's nothing we can do about it now. Yeah. So. yeah. It's Just too bad. Them. It's too bad that when you... It's too bad that you couldn't go in and find the point where it did that and just delete at least the end of that yeah delete that part you know when i had the uh (laughs) and there probably is software too on the mac don't get me wrong when i had the pc i had some software that i could kind of edit yeah Yeah. and remember i was even able to add tracking to it so you could skip track to track right (laughs) yeah so i guess we'll just see See. we'll see so I'll recap mine. My number 10 was Striper Against the Law. Nine was Queen Strike uh, Empire. Eight was Anthrax Persistence of Time. Seven was Slaughter Stick It To Ya. Slaughter. My number six is one of the big four. Oh. Coming in at six, I have mm. Megadeth. Rust in Peace. I came out in 90. <laughs> According to Wikipedia. <laughs> it did. It did. <laughs> He's messing with you. Because we both know it'll be... It, we're probably going to have a dual one. Maybe. Maybe. Wait. You did. <laughs> yeah. Because we we love that album. So, yes. Yeah, he's messing with you. <laughs> but yeah, Rustin. Huh. Jesus Christ. Munch always says that... What do you say? The song Rust in Peace... Dot 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 Polaris might be your favorite thrash metal album or thrash metal song of all time. I stand by that. Like, I, if I, it's hard to. <laughs> it's hard. How hard is it really to to narrow that down? But if somebody put a goddamn gun to my head, I think that's what would come out. <laughs> right. And I dare say that for me, it might be Holy Wars. That's the right. punishment. That's dude. right there. Too. Because goddamn it, dot, that dot, song. Dot. Yeah. Dot dot dot. Something with the dot dot dot. <laughs> That song, man, that fucking opening riff. Oh. Especially have that one. Forget about it. Concert, <laughs> they do that whole concert. Yeah, whole we, were album we were there. We were there. 25th anniversary, maybe? Something, yeah. And we I had got the t shirts. Uh, yeah, and I got the DVD somewhere. I too. haven't worn my t shirt in a while. I got, got it off Sullivan. Hole in it. Yeah. I got it off Sullivan. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, and I still owe them in flames. No, I'll get it. Get I just didn't have a chance. <laughs> they get shit for free. They can wait. <laughs> wait. Wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Numero six-o. 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 I've got Alice in Chains-o. Ah. Facelift-o. <laughs> <laughs> we die young. That's, yeah. uh, that's what. Uh, tell you what. The Pantheon of good album openers. Oh man, it's a ripper. It's good. Yeah, it's a ripping song. I mean, it's a good album from front to back. There's a lot of good stuff on there. There's probably a couple maybe filler songs that towards are the end. I think. Like, eh, yeah. Towards the end, there's maybe one or two, maybe a little fillery, crunchy, sludgy, slow. (laughs) Should have been on the dinosaur album. (laughs) 
But for the most part, the fucking album's really fucking good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a big, obviously, big fan of it. Now, did you, did you get into that from that album, or did you get into them from Dirt? Dirt, yeah, and then went back. Right. So Dirt was like, whoa. But you had to have known. Man, Man in the Box. Right. Yeah, New Man right. in the Box, but never really went out and right. ran and got the album. Uh-huh. So, yeah, Dirt was the one for me that really, okay. Right. <laughs> this band's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. I gotta get crackler for my five. Boy. Oh, God damn it. Slacker. What's wrong with you, Bobby? <laughs> There's no such thing as Matanya, Bobby. <laughs> Alright. Ooh! Wow. wow! That's like a lightning. Right, <laughs> <crackle>. lightning. <laughs> like your shirt. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my five. <laughs> Some might think this is a little low for being on my list. This is where it fell. My five. I got a little ACDC. The Razor's Edge. A little Thunderstruck. Wrong with five. Ah, 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 ah. Thunder! Ah, 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 ah. Thunder! Ah, 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 ah. Thunder! I looked round, and I knew there was no turning back. Thunder! <laughs> Now, you said you were playing this and Philip was doing uh, some kind of Brian Johnson imitation? Or? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was, I don't know, he was did some high-pitched, like, <laughs> thing. And then, oof. God. And then the pictures on Facebook where he's wearing those flamingo glasses yeah. and he's like... He was dancing to ACDC yeah. when I was taking those pictures. I had ACDC playing. We are outside. He's like, he's dancing around and I was getting pictures. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. He likes his rock and roll. Right? That's good. Yes. <laughs> Wait, but all I was going to say is it always comes back to vinyl, but boy, that's an expensive one on vinyl. Is it? Is. I yeah, I think I've looked at it on Amazon before. A lot of theirs are Because I'm thinking, expensive. though, like in 90, the vinyl was kind of going away, so unless you, get, unless you get, so from this era for a while, it's pretty much, you should, you're probably better off getting like reissue stuff, I'm thinking, because anything that probably came out was more special Collector's yeah. edition than just standard, like, oh, yeah, I got that Razor's Edge vinyl in a garage sale. You know <laughs> right. what I mean? <laughs> right. That's what I'll be doing yeah, this like, summer. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure that Poison, the Poison Flesh and Blood I have is the original. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. But, yeah, this was probably about when it was starting to get Certainly phased out. Good. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, boy. You know, ACDC at this point. They had a, you know, we've talked. I mean, we did the combining of Fly on the Wall mm-hmm. and Blow Up Your Video, mm-hmm. which were 86, 80, no, 85 and 88. And even Flick of the Switch before that, they were pretty quiet through the 80s. They didn't have a lot of big hits. But boy, you want know, to talk about a fucking comeback album. Right. 
this fucking shit blew up. Mm-hmm. Thunderstruck just fucking, you know. And how many times has that played at the stadium, that song? Right. Or any... Anywhere. Anywhere, yeah. yeah. In general. <laughs> and then I remember Money Talks was a come pretty on, big hit on, off of this one, too. Money Mistress for Christmas. Mistress for Christmas. Yeah. Great song. I like the title track. I like it's a little Razor. different for them, but yeah. it's a little slower, but I really like that song. I like the Razor, the Razor Edge song. Yeah, yeah. Razor's Edge is a good song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I like... The fucking second track, Fire yeah. Your Guns. Fire Your Guns. It's really fast <laughs> and awesome yeah. song. I love that song. I was going to say, like, this album is really opens up strong. Like, it's a good album all the way through. But boy, yeah. Yeah. First, the first track is really yeah. Yeah, is great. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, really good album. I think it definitely holds up to, to the better albums of their catalog. I mean... I think it's really good. Um, I don't know if we would ever do a total ranking of all the ACDC albums, but... (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I don't even want to think about that right now, but... This would be... Fairly high, I think. Now I'm starting to think about it, all the albums that might be before. That'd be so tough. (laughs) But it's a good album. That's my point. I mean, I think it holds up. I mean... And it's good now mine. when you listen to it, you know, like. Oh boy. For mine. It's a good one. <laughs> my topic, I have something in mind. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so, yeah. Razor's Edge. I'm guessing. I, I'm guessing I have it the lowest of anybody because I'm thinking it's got to be on you guys' list. <laughs> Never know. <laughs> right now. Ooh. No. <laughs> That was kind no. of a coarse quiz. Yeah, that was, was. That was disappointing Ooh, that was for Stewie. Yeah, pop gun. Yeah. <laughs> my, we'll start. That was my number five crackle. Mm. My five is silver musket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Starting at the kind of the super groups. Ooh. Oh. Damn Yankee. Wow. Damn Yankees. Where's Eric Wallace? Where's Wallace? They sing high enough. Yep. <laughs> Can you take me higher? <laughs> I see A. Wallace standing there with his flannel shirt on. Sweat running sweat down his face. Dripping off his face. Of him. Is beat red from hitting them high yeah, notes. He's going to have a I fucking mean, stroke. Yeah. <laughs> I just love that album. I don't it's like this. It's I don't good. like your second one much as the yeah, first one. Yeah, the second. I don't even think I ever bought the second one. I heard stuff of it, and I just never. But yeah, this is a, this is pretty good. I mean, you got, I mean, you got Ted Nugent, Tommy Shaw, Tommy Shaw, and Jack Blades, right? The guy that was in Night Ranger. And then I think those are the main three. I think the other guy wasn't a real well known. Wasn't one? No, I was thinking of another band. But Tommy well, Shaw was sticks, one, right? Yeah, wasn't the one from Asia the drummer? I'm not sure. I, I don't know. I can't remember. But those two, Tommy Shaw and Jack Blades, yeah, kind of shared the singing. And uh, and then uh, Ted Nugent was lead guitar. And... Back when you could stay in Ted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it actually is a pretty good rock album. I mean, it's good. Damn Yankees. Those damn Yankees. Those damn Yankees. Damn Yankees, <laughs> damn Yankees is not on my list. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't make a cut, huh? No, my number five is a repeat, however. 
Well, testament. Ah, Souls cracks your five. Huh? Cracks my five. Mm. <laughs> An opening track is fucking right. Face in the sky. I think. Yeah, it's fucking good. It's good. Ugh. Whole thing's good. I mean, they're just a, such a solid band too, and uh yeah, I like that live at the Fillmore that I got on final the double because right. it sounds good like the quality's good so it's a nice mix of like the earlier I mean it only I don't know when that was released yeah. but so it only covers I think it was early 2000s I think sometime that was released I think yeah or late 90s maybe something like that yeah so yeah. but it's yeah so it's a good yeah I think because the song Souls of Black, I think, is on there. Yeah, I think so. I really like that that song. It's really good. Yeah, there's a couple songs off of Souls of Black on there. I remember uh, when we used to play uh, Rock Band on the Wii there. I think it was the second one I got or something. I don't know. But they had Souls of Black on there. And it was a live version. It might have been off of that. Album. Yeah, it might have been. I mean, because I know it was a live version. Mm-hmm. I always, I thought that was cool. I'm like, oh shit, I'm right? Testament on here. <laughs> That's cool. No good old days. <laughs> so, my four, number four. It is completes the hat trick, the trifecta, Anthrax. Ah, persistence ah! of time. Ah! <laughs> and yeah, this was uh, this was when I first got into Anthrax because of this album. Me too. Never listened. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Never listened to them before. Now I did. Obviously, I went back after I got Persistence of Time. But um, yeah, I remember getting this. the The big single was actually a remake called "Got the Time." Mm-hmm. And the, the original is very not known at all. No, like, it wasn't. It was like some guy named Joe Jackson or something. I mean, I had never even heard of the original before. Um, Just like Once Bitten, Twice Shy is a remake. Great White remade it. Yeah. Hunter. Yeah, it's just, there's some songs that you, you never even guess that they were remakes, you know? I found that album down at Aunt Allegheny Antiques. Yeah. He's looking like, oh, he saw that. He's like, holy crap. And I told him that. And he goes, I did not know that. That was a remake. Right. But yeah. Persistence of time. I've said over the years. Over time. On, over time. That this might be my favorite Anthrax album. It's. Boy, if it's not one, it's probably definitely two. I mean, I don't know what would beat it out at this point, but it's definitely up there for me. I really like it. Belly of the Beast is a good song. Keep it in the family. Um, the whole thing. I mean, I think front to back. It's really good. It's a good album. I mean, I back I, then those albums. I don't think there's that much filler on the albums back in back yeah. in the day, as we said. Yeah. Wow. <laughs>
It's <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so yeah, Anthrax Persistence of Time mm. made it on all oh, three really? lists. Like it. Good album. Is that the back. first one to make it to all three? I think that's the first trifecta. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't think nobody will have my number four. No? Name. No. <laughs> He's pretty confident. It's a repeat on his own list. Yeah. yeah. Striper. It's, it's Striper. It kicks along. Just in case it wasn't recording. <laughs> my number four is kind of like a cover of hits. Mm. Mm. My, my number four is Joan Jett, mm. the hit list. Oh! It's Clemson and Clover. I saw that Can come out Can you see the that. rain? I saw that Have come out Have you ever seen the rain? Yeah. Got Dirty Deeds on. Dirty Deeds. Yeah. That's a good, she does a good job on that yeah. one. Yeah, I saw that came out that year. I, I was wondering gonna, if you were going to have that on. I now. wasn't going to put it on. I was like, fuck it. I listened to it a lot. <laughs> it's my fuck list. It. Fuck it. If I they don't like them, they could fuck off if they don't like that. Your list, you can do what you mm-hmm. want. Uh-huh. We always say, "Yep, <laughs> that's right." Well, it's still, it's still an album. It's right. not the greatest hits. Like I almost put Rush Carnicles on there. Right. <laughs> Love it. Whew. I just had one kind of stunk up the joint yeah. too. Man, something Dude, died. It's your turn. Why? No, that would have been yesterday. Yeah, stink our the other day out of the house here. <laughs> fry bread from that. Santonio's done. <laughs> the red trailer. Yeah, I, mean, I saw yeah. the picture. Pretty bad, huh? Oh, yeah. I stuck myself out of the house. <laughs> I couldn't wear it on anybody else. I was like, damn, you stink. Warping his records. <laughs> oh, I had the chili on there. And chili and cheese. Hot dog. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'll do it every time. <laughs> yeah. You it's shouldn't for, have been surprised. His fajita ones are pretty awesome. <laughs> My number four is a repeat. Oh, shit. Yes, I've got the razor's edge. And yes, that fucking song, the title track. Yeah. Oh, damn. I love it. Fucking gets stuck in your head. That little, that riff. Yes. Yeah, it's a good album. Yeah, really good. Really strong, especially front heavy. It's really strong. What's, oh, what the, got you by the balls. I love yeah. that song. That's so fucking rocking. I love that beat in that. Good tune. <laughs> hey, yep. Mr. Businessman. <laughs> Good album. Front to back, yeah. as we said before. Nice. I know it's going to be on Stewie's at some point. It's got to be. You don't know. It has to be. It don't have to be. <laughs> I could have Striper now, number two. He gets along yet. Yeah, yeah, striper one. three through one. Oh, yeah, it's just just Striper. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> wow. Stewie's going to start the first church of Striper. <laughs> a girl I know from Sheffield once seen him last night in Pittsburgh. Really? Uh-huh. Wow. It's dedication there. Oh, that's I saw him back in 80, 86, 89, somewhere in there. Wow. God. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> Joe Casey is the one that got me 
liking him. <laughs> He's the blame, huh? He's the blame. <laughs> that and you too. <laughs> Brian's favorite band. My, yeah, you too. I like a couple songs, but. I like the older stuff. I don't, I don't get Didn't they have stuff. one of the older U2s at that War, music store? But it they was hard. But there was, yeah. it wasn't. What did they have? Great. One I want is Sunday Bloody Sunday. It's a live album. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> oh. Wow. Wow. This is a U2 weekly. Now. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't describe to, describe to the U2 weekly. <laughs> <laughs> Shit's getting fucking serious now. <laughs> Top three. My three. Again. First. <laughs> Again. First album that I got into this band. I know it was. I got a little Slayer! Yeah! <laughs> little Seasons in the you Abyss. Bet. God damn it. Throw my long I think I've told this story before. I know I've I'm pretty sure I told the story to Munch before. I don't know if I've told it on the podcast before. I know Stewie Prize hasn't heard it. Back in the day. Probably 1990. Got this fucking CD. I was buying CDs at this point, too. Again, another first. I think this was the first year I probably started buying CDs. Because I I remember, like, the Anthrax... Did it come in the big yeah, cardboard yeah. Board thing? I think yeah. Anthrax for since the time was like one of the first CDs I ever bought or so. I don't know. It was I know it was around this time I started. Come on, Tanuski, give me a break. Give me your discount. Come on. <laughs> but I remember back then, you know, I had the stereo. I was living at home still and had the fucking six CD changer, you know. It's all fucking cool. And Two. I had the big fucking stereo speakers, speakers, you know, the tall fucking with the Fuzz bass the, fucking yeah. big fucking like twelve inch bass speaker in I there. I bought one from JC Penny's that way. Right. <laughs> I remember like it must have been like during the summer when I was home for off of school, you know, and yeah, fucking put fucking Slayer seasons in the abyss in there. Nobody home. Fucking crank that fucker up. Fucking war ensemble first track. Uh, you know, I'd be like, I'd be in front of the fucking speaker, just like fucking head banging, you know. <laughs> All by myself, like a loser, you know. Like a loser. <laughs> I'm a loser, baby. <laughs> so I, don't I remember fucking me. rocking out to that CD, you know, like, because like I said, I never listened to this stuff before. The, the guy I went to school, I got to give him credit, even though he would never listen to this, Bill Schaff. He was a guy that kind of he got me into all this thrash stuff. He got me into Metallica. He got me into fucking Slayer. He got me into all this stuff. Like that's why I started buying all this stuff. And and man, I just fucking fell in love with this album. Like oh, and then again, I went back and bought the other stuff, you know. But man, Season in the Abyss, oh, War Ensemble, maybe my favorite Slayer song. The fucking title track is awesome. Might be my favorite Slayer song, right? I wasn't into them then. Uh, Spirit in Black. I fucking love that song. Uh, <laughs> I'm getting the, <laughs> I'm getting the rock eye, uh, eyebrow over here. What? Uh, Expendable Youth is good. Ugh. Dead Skin Mask. Dead Skin Mask. <laughs> the only one I have is Divine Intervention. Who Munch almost, uh, Dead Skin Mask, Munch almost killed the chick he was dating at the time because she shut it off. Oh, one time. Man, you <laughs> bitch. 
That was about uh, the end of that. Skeletons of Society is fucking awesome. I mean, the whole goddamn whole album. The whole thing. It's not a bad song. Really yeah, isn't. it might be the best Slayer album. I know we ranked the albums, and I don't know how it came out for me. Right. But, it's good. It's really... It's a tour de force. <laughs> right? Tour de force. So, yeah. It's my three. I forgot about it, but it's a tour de yeah, force. Yeah, did. <laughs> I doubt that. <laughs> my number three is a repeat. Oh, shit. ACDC. No. Judas Priest. Pink oh! if you have it on there. I didn't know. I didn't know if you listened to Painkiller. Oh, it's been all the way out through. One of my favorite bands. Good. Good, good. It's heavy. It is. <laughs> it's heavy for Priest. Yeah. Compared to their other stuff? Like, yeah. Yeah, it's fast. And, I mean, they have the edge that song, it. but yeah, it's just... Heavy. I would, a little heavier. That's the, I was talking to Steve Johnson about Painkiller because I was asked because I know he's a big Priest fan and I was asking him. If, I'm like, yeah, you're listening to Painkiller, you know? Because I know he. Anytime we've talked about music, it seems like like late '80s, early '90s, he started. There's some I a lot like, of stuff we talk about. He doesn't really know, so I don't know if he kind of was getting out of some of the music. Because him but, and Pat Hackett and other gym class for these guys. It's all weird. Right. We talk about... So, actually, he's one really got me into the priest, too. The Jewish right. priest from gym but, class. And, but he's like... Yeah, he's like, I know a couple songs I've off it. I've seen them he's how like, many times? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I know a couple songs off it. And I'm like... Oh, I said, it might be my favorite Jewish priest album. I said... <clears throat> it's pretty good. I don't and know. he's British like... still might be my favorite. He was saying that he goes to the exchange in Erie too once Does in a he? while. He buys CDs there because they got a shit ton of Do fucking really? used CDs. Oh my god, they got a shit ton. <laughs> so he said he goes there. He goes next time I go up there. He goes I'm gonna look for that and see if they have it. <laughs> now, what'd you say your favorite priest might be? British British Steel. British Steel. I think that's yeah. what he said his yeah. favorite would probably be too. Which a lot of a lot of people say that that's the, is yeah, that's that yeah. one or screaming for vengeance I hear a lot too. I just like the cover. Yeah, the razor blade. Right. In the <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be shocked. I, I, maybe this is high up on Stanko's list. <clears throat> this is for sure over the years. On uh, the Metal for Dummies podcast. Mm. Maybe, for some, for whatever re- reason, one of the favorite albums to say. <laughs> it's a long way back from hell. <laughs> I got Dancing to Lucifuge. That's on my own. Oh, it is fun to say. It is fun to say. <laughs> it's on my long seven, list. Seven, seven, seven snakes of Christ. That's on my long list. Come on, come on. <laughs> Get to the dark side. You got Striper in there. <laughs> oh my God, there's some good like. 
I'm bad with my song titles. There's bluesy stuff going on. Glenn Danzig never sounded better. I love his, I love his voice, but his... <sighs> For Black Wings. For Black Wings. Yes. Isn't there song. a song called Girl? I, I, I think there is. I think so, yeah. Good. Check. 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 It's all good. He's mad because I had Striper. My number Danzig's three, Danzig two, Lucifuge. You gotta like saying Lucifuge. Oh my god, it's an <laughs> amazing <laughs> album. Danzig, it's on my long list. Right, well, that's good. It's on my long list. I did not make your ten. I am surprised. Didn't make it. I am surprised. It's tough. I know it's tough. Couldn't even sneak in somebody's ten, huh? <laughs> and it's your three. Yeah, I don't care. I stand <laughs> by it. I love it. it. It's a good album. I love the first, for sure, the first two Danzigs are fucking rock steady. I, I really my, like my, the debut. Yeah, I do too. Mother's but I think this song. is right there with it. I mean, honestly, toe for toe. Yeah. Front to back. Boy, it's close for me. It's close for me. I would say Mother is my favorite song. Well, I know. That's the big fucking song. Yeah, that's a good song, too. That was on our... I think we both had it number one on our list. Gotta love that. Yeah. I'd love to find that on fucking... I know. Their shit's... I don't think Yeah. I've never even looked into it. I don't think it's... Yeah, I don't think there's. I don't know if they have the reissues or not. I, have to, I don't know if I've looked into that, but <laughs> I don't care. Danzig two, Lucifuge. <laughs> it's it to me. It's toe to toe with the debut. They're close. I like the in debut. my opinion. In my opinion, I get you. I get you. <clears throat> it was my three, so that's it. Suck it. I got two words for you. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. <laughs> well, my two. As soon as I say my two, Munch is going to know what my one is. Stewie probably will too. Oh, well, I know what your one is. Let me tell you. It's a little closer than what I was expecting it to be. I toyed with Flip making my two one. Mm -hmm. I did. I believe you. But I didn't. <laughs> My two. Stewie just said it. Judas Priest. Painkiller. Yes. I knew it. Every oh. trifecta. That's so goddamn. Yeah, no, I don't oh, have yeah, a fucking problem with that. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Oh. So good. I mean, I I'm a fucking lightweight in the world of Judas Priest, but right. it's definitely my favorite Judas Priest. <laughs> yeah, it oh, I, and like I said, this was the first one that I bought of theirs. So it may be, you know, the little sentimental factor too, but boy, I've I've gone back and I've gotten some of the older stuff and man, I don't know, I don't know. I, as it stands right now, I think Painkiller is still up number one for me at this point. Even I mean, with a ripper? You know, I know, even with the ripper? I never heard the ripper stuff. <laughs> the ripper? I heard it was pretty heavy. Even with the it ripper. is pretty heavy. But yeah, this Painkiller album, like we were talking, it... It's pretty, it's heavy. I mean, it's fast. It's every song. I mean, Hell Patrol. Oh, all guns blazing. Nightcrawler is like one of my favorites. 
fucking, uh, what's the fucking one they had the video for? Uh, I mean, they had a video for Painkiller. Sure. That was why I bought it, because of the <clears throat> video for Painkiller. They had, like, a bunch of sweaty metal dudes in, like, a car, like, on, <laughs> you know, midday, summer day, sweating their balls off. And they, like, turned on the radio and... That fucking, I love the fucking drums that starts out painkiller, you know, just, they turn it on, that fucking starts, and, and I remember, it's like the one, the one guy in the bag, he's kind of a bigger dude, and he just starts headbanging, you know, and his fucking hair's flying, <laughs> sweaty, <laughs> I don't know, it was kind of a simple video, but it was cool, but, uh, A Touch of Evil, that's the other one I'm thinking of, uh, it was a little bit of a slower one, but really cool song, love that song, I don't know, front to back. It just, I don't know. It's so good. It's so fucking heavy for them. I mean, I just love it. Jews Priest Painkiller. Mmm. Mm. Solid wow. number two for me. A solid number two. Solid number two. Always a good thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Mine's solid too. <laughs> I was sitting there the other day. <laughs> Making out my Christmas list. What? And I Christmas saw, list. <laughs> and I saw I want a mistress for Christmas. Oh. ACDC Razor's Edge at number the two. The trifecta. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you gonna you think you're gonna get that no. mistress for no? <laughs> nah. <laughs> She'd only be there for three minutes and gone. <laughs> Maybe a minute, because I'm a minute man. I don't know. What would she do with the other 30 seconds? (laughs) Probably talk. I don't know. Maybe she'd give me a discount. Cuddle. Cuddle. We'll spoon. Talk about your favorite striper album. Look through your striper collection. There's some in there. There's some in there. There's some in there. That's all right. That's great. Come on, everybody knows my two by now. Who are we missing? Oh, yeah, I know it. Fucking slam! I just said that it was maybe. The number one Slayer album of all time. You gotta at least have it in the goddamn conversation, right? Hello, McFly. You. My number two. It's my numero dos. And that oh, concert's coming up. I know. That munch isn't going to. That munch isn't going to. Munch never going to a fucking concert again. Stewie's not going to. Killing me. Goddamn, killing me. Well, spent all our money on vinyl. Should give you money. Give me a shirt or something. <laughs> It'll probably be like fifty fucking dollars. Fucking shirts are ridiculous. It's ridiculous. The fucking show we went to Monday. They were thirty five, and I think they were forty for two X. I'm like, I'm not fucking paying. That's that. ridiculous. Not paying. It not for a t shirt. Not no. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pushing the line there. So yeah, one of the first times in a while I went to a show and didn't get a t shirt. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, there was a time where I could have never imagined that being a possibility. Yeah, I, I just it's ridiculous. It's getting out of hand anymore. I mean, 
don't have as much disposable income as when I was younger. And, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, it gets to a point where it's like, okay. It's, it's a fucking the thing. Yeah. It's a fucking t-shirt. Yeah. You know, I mean, <laughs> it costs you $3 to have them made, probably. Yeah. I mean, you can yeah. buy a plain shirt, t-shirt at Walmart for like, what, like five bucks or yeah, something. Yeah, and, you know, like, and, and they're, buying in, bulk, they're buying in bulk yeah. and have them screen printed in bulk. Right. Oh. <laughs> oh, fucking shit. Remind me fucking later. At least the microphone's The bar's still going, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bunch of phones giving us fits. <laughs> so, my one's no mystery. No no mistress for Christmas, though. No. Stu- yeah, no, no mistress for Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> Stewie had it on his list. Munch is about to tell you it's his one also. Uh, yeah, Megadeth. Rust in peace. God damn it. Ah. We've talked about it so much over the years. Might as well talk about it some more. We might as well. <laughs> Stu, do you have one of those 36 cores lights you can spare me? <laughs> Get the old six pack. It's like a a thing of grapes. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. I'm making some wine. (laughs) Yeah, rust in peace, man. God damn it. one? Yeah, it's my one. We've talked about it since the second he said what the list is. (laughs) We've talked about it ever since we've known each other. You know, basically, I mean. Yeah, that was like one of the common, like, (laughs) threads when we. Was that album? Yeah, I mean, I think back then it was probably our favorite Megadeth album. I'm guessing it's probably our favorite Megadeth album now. It is, I mean, but Countdown's closer for me than right, for you, right? But I do think this one edges it out for me. But I like, I do like Countdown right. quite a bit. But yeah, it's just a fucking tour de force. And it doesn't, like, so I almost didn't even listen to it again because I didn't need to. You don't need it. I'm like, I got to play it. I'm so glad I did because it's been a little bit probably since I've listened to it. Right. Yeah, I mean, every song, Hangar 18 is great. Five Magics. I mean. Yeah. I love. Lucretia or whatever. Yeah. that song. I fucking love Dawn Patrol. It's kind of like the intro into... Um, rust and peas, dot dot dot. Right, <laughs> but it's so cool. Yeah, yeah, it's a just a fucking masterpiece of a thrash album. Yeah, Tornado of Souls too is awesome. Yeah, that, that's. One of Tamara's favorite songs yeah. by them. It's, Just all together. I guess it's our song. one out of the whole year. You're not going to have a bad song on it. But no. it's not that, it's not like there's not a bad song on it. Every song's great. I mean, every song is great. I don't know what, you know, and it's kind of one of those albums when you start talking about bands and you just somehow, you, how do they catch that lightning in a bottle to make yeah. an album that's just kind of like, a great, you know, a great band that makes great albums, but every once in a while, it's something hits on all cylinders with the yeah. songwriting process or whatever, and a band releases an album that's just, it's here. Yeah. And this was the first album with this lineup, too, that 
carried him with, pretty much the whole way through, through the nineties. Yeah, yeah, with Dave uh, Marty Elf- Friedman, Ellison. Uh, yeah, I can't ever say his name and David Ellison. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Marty Friedman, rest in peace. He died recently. Yeah, well, it was the drummer, no, Nick the drummer, Menza. Nick Menza. No, sorry, Marty. Yeah, Marty Nick Friedman. Mar- Marty Friedman, I think, just released a solo. Album. Yeah, that's he, why. Yeah, so right. Nick Menza, the drummer, he died. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. And maybe that was it. Maybe and maybe it was all those creative juices coming together, and they just right made and it, magic. And again, I've said it with like <laughs> almost every fucking album on this list, but this was the first one that I that got me into Megadeth. I mean, yeah, this was the one that actually got me into Megadeth too. And it, I, I'll, I've mentioned him before. Bruce Johnson, he, used to, he had a car, he drove to school, right. <laughs> and he had a fucking Megadeth cassette. And I, I remember he got me into Nirvana Bleach. I didn't know there was a Nirvana Bleach when, like, Nevermind and stuff was out. Because right. it was, uh, it was you so know, again, nice. this is back in 1990s. This is, you don't have, like, uh, fucking iTunes and the right. internet with every, and, like, everything's at your fingertips. You don't, if you don't know, you don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Word of mouth and stuff is how you find out about shit. Yeah, and he just had fucking everything. And he had fucking... I was big into Metallica. And (laughs) and he he got me fucking Megadeth. And it was that out. It was that cassette. That album. Right. And that fucking got me into Megadeth. And then I I fucking went back. And I I got all... I'm like, holy shit. They've got other stuff. I got fucking... Peace cells. Peace cells. And then you get... uh, Killing is my business, which that's getting a re-release yeah. on uh, vinyl. I saw that, and it yeah. wasn't that expensive on no. Amazon. It was only like twenty bucks, and it's got yeah. bonus stuff on it too. I think it's remastered and has some. And if I'm mistaken, I think it's a two LP. I think it's a double. Yeah, yeah. and I didn't think it was that expensive. <laughs> right, I thought it was around twenty dollars. Yeah, because I was thinking, boy, I might want to get that. Yeah, I was thinking about it. Um, so yeah, but that that was the. And so there's the sentimental thing, but it's still, it's the bad, I mean, it's, yeah, it's just a, it's unbelievable how good it is. It's it's just, yeah, we talk about, you know, all my, you know, I had to name my best trash song and then you're talking about Holy Wars. Yeah, I mean, if I had to name my favorite <laughs> top, the best thrash album, I mean, this has got to be in the conversation. Right. It's yeah. got to be in the conversation. <clears throat> right. Yeah, I remember, you know, seeing the video for Holy Wars because I think that was the first single or video or whatever you want to say off this album, and I was, you know, just blown away, you know. Yeah. And then they had the video for Hanger Eighteen, and that was, I guess, if there was a hit off this album, that would probably be right. It. That's sort of like one of their. They even did the Return to Hanger right on one of their later albums. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's. Kind yeah, of like a cult hit, I guess you would call it. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's, this was always just one of those albums that it's always going to be one of my favorites. Yeah, of Me all too. time of yeah. anybody. You know, it's always going to be up there. Not just because it's so good. There's sentimental effect. There's like so much in, that goes into it. Yeah, and Munch used to think I. Used to look, look like Dave Mustaine when yeah. I come to Burger King with my long hair. <laughs> come to Burger King with long hair and I'm like, oh, there's Dave Mustaine again. I'll make his Whopper extra special. <laughs> Hello, me. It's my Whopper. I don't know. That's still one of my favorite songs. Oh, I said it like a pirate. 
That was my well, dad in the same voice. After that, long... What are you going to do? Yeah, Stu still has number one what? to reveal here. Yeah, is it a repeat? <laughs> it is a repeat. Is it? Yes. It is Anthrax. No, it's already been on Tesla. It. Tesla. I knew it. I knew it, I too. I knew you'd have I knew it, too. I, I love acoustic guitars. Right. <laughs> First Unplugged, probably... Of the albums, of, I I think uh, it did starting. open up the unplug, be the but frenzy. It yeah. wouldn't be my favorite unplug album. My favorite would be Nirvana's unplug. Wow, oh, yeah, nice. that's a great one. Right, right. But no, I just front to back. I love every song on there. Yeah, it's good. It's, oh yeah. Like we like we said, it's got a cool mix of covers and originals, and yeah, yeah. it's just cool. It's good, good, very good. I left it off mine because, I don't know, like you, I don't like putting live stuff on. It's not like an original album. Right. Yeah. Right. So I I did leave it off mine, but, but boy, left in low die again. It might have made made mine if if I didn't kind of think that way, but, I mean, I wrote it down for my long list. Sure. Yeah. It's a good one. I had to mention this one, just because of the backstory. <laughs> I haven't heard the album. I'm not gonna lie to you, but Bruce Dickinson, I tattooed millionaire, it. and the only reason I brought it up is because the tattooed millionaire is Tommy Lee from Motley Crue, who slept with Bruce Dickinson's wife. Really? And then when Motley Crue came out with the, uh, oh my god. god. He's got it on fucking cassette. <laughs> I think it's still in the cellophane. <laughs> so, so yeah. So that's what tattooed millionaire means. Really, I never. And knew then, that. so then, <laughs> when uh, Motley Crue came out with the the one album that I actually had pretty high on my list, one of their new, and they have the song "New Tattoo." Right. That's a response oh, to. Yeah? Well, I've got a new tattoo. Yeah, yeah this little mini feud between Chris Dickinson and Tommy Lee. I had their album for Bone and his wife. A long list: Iron Maiden's "No Prayer for Dying." Yeah, I had it on my long list too. It's probably my. It's definitely my least favorite Bruce Dickinson Iron Maiden album. Yeah, when I was looking at this, you know, making this long list. I thought I remembered seeing this in the couple cassettes that I have left. So I meant to. Yeah, you can play it, right? Because you've got the. Yeah, I got a cassette player in that. That you can put it onto a disc. Yeah, but I never did get around to listening to it. I I remember back in the day though, because I never got it on CD. And I remember back in the day when I got the cassette that I wasn't real big on it. So that's probably why I never got it on CD, but. Yeah, I was like, shit, I got my fucking cassette. I can actually listen to it, but I yeah. never did. <laughs> It'd be fun I, to listen to it and just see what the sound, you yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> Another one I had on my long list was Dio, Lock Up the Wolves. Uh, yeah, I wrote that down, too. I wrote it down, but I can't I'm, say that I really... I never I've listened, never listened to, to it, no. either. Yeah. I had Firehouse on a long list. Firehouse. If you'd have fucking wow. put Firehouse, I had a Slayer. I had a fucking... <laughs> no, Who's higher on your long list? Huh? <laughs> Who's higher on your long list, Slayer or Firehouse? Oh, Slayer. Even though I wasn't oh, into them, but 
<laughs> I started to get into them a little bit. That's still hard too, but they only had really that one song. They had the, were they ninety? Uh, Was that ninety? The, the I missed that. Could you consider John Bon Jovi "Blaze of Glory" at all? Yoo-hoo, I'll make you famous. Yeah. <laughs> Did anybody think there's some good songs on? It is. I have. It's it. kind of like the soundtrack to the Young Guns too, but their original songs. Right. So it's like an album. Rat Detonator. I wrote that down. I actually like that. Y&T Ten. Yeah, I was. I never got into them. <sighs> I gotta say this one. I'm gonna get punched maybe because it's. Fucking Chris Barnes, but I got eaten back to life. Cannibal Corpse. I wrote it down. I, I have it on yeah. CD. It's not bad. Yeah. For... <laughs> the other one I had in long list, but I like the first album better. It's extreme. I wrote that down too, and I considered mm-hmm. trying to squeeze it in. I really, I like it. I like the first one better though. See, I never had the first one. I I bought this one and that's the only extreme I ever had. And the other one was the Living Color. I liked the first one better than. I wrote Time that down. Up. I'll tell you, Living Color Times Up. Yeah. That was one of the ones that was close to getting into ten. Is it good? I like it. I like I I I mean the first one's good too. I like the first one better. Yeah, they're close for me. They're really close. I joked about it a little bit, but I did write down Frizzle Fry by Primus. So did I. It's Primus. Yeah. And that's a good thing because they're weird. They and they're are. different. And <laughs> Frizzle Fry is good. I mean, it's... I love too many puppies. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta love that song. Yeah. I, it's good. I, I And honestly, if I hadn't have done the uh, five-man acoustical jam, Frizzle Fry might have snuck in it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just... I got that I, I on guess vinyl either you too. Like, do you? Yeah. God, you know, either you like Primus or you you just hate them, but right because <laughs> there can't be an in between, right? No, because yeah. there can't so be an in between. Yeah. Yeah. But oh my god, I I just think Les Claypool's a genius <laughs> on the bass and even vocally. Yeah. It's just the delivery's great. Just... I had another super group. I had Bad Company. Holy water. <laughs> yeah. Bad Company. Boy, I had Slayer on my long list, Pantera on my long list, Alice in Chains on my long list. Man, but I really like your long list better than your. But, but I, <laughs> I really wasn't into those guys I back just in the nineties. Yeah, that's know. what's cool about it. Right, we have different. I had like, Cinderella to Heartbreak Station, but I that wouldn't. I don't think that would ever made the top ten. Yeah, I I like it, but yeah, and it, I had it wasn't gonna make too. it, but yeah, I do like. Cinderella Heartbreak Station. I think Danzig 2 Lucifuge ought to be the what you play when you take the shower for a while. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have it though. Oh, shit. I can give it to you. Yeah, it's you're, it is really fucking good. All jokes aside. I mean, I was listening to it on when I put it in, where it started this. I went to YouTube, put my 90 albums in there. I put it in there. It was just like I did. I guess I'm trying to say I didn't listen to it enough to be able to put it on my yeah. on my list. But probably if I would have listened to it more, it probably would have made it. I had Queen's Rake Empire. That was another one that was kind of fighting for that ten spot. And just to get myself punched one more time, hit me, baby, one more time. <laughs> Back to the dancing. 
I think Danzig 2 sounds... The sound, the production is better than the debut. Yeah. Now, it doesn't make the, sound, the songs better. I'm telling you, though, it's a toss-up. Now I'm going to have to go back and listen to the debut again. Because <laughs> I really like 2, obviously. It, it was my 3. <laughs> Let me see that fucking thing. <laughs> but, man, it's even, this back cover is even like kind of a play on some of the Doors right. uh-huh. album covers. Um, yeah, 777, Devil's Play thing, Killer Wolf, I'm getting tired of being alive. I'm a whoa Girl, yeah, that's right. Pain in the world. Blood and tears. I mean, come on. Give me a fucking break. <laughs> Even the inside is awesome. <laughs> yes, I'm telling you. Blood and tears. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, all that booklet right? out of there is doing, I think it opens up to a cross. Yeah, it does. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> yeah. Such a or an upside down cross, if you, yeah. if you prefer it that way. Yeah. It actually does, yeah. The oh. picture's. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that fucking great? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I had this was a debut by this band that has had a, that had a decent uh, little career uh, and it's pretty good. I had the debut by Prong. Beg to differ. Yeah, I never really got into Prong, but uh, yeah, I mean some songs here and there. But and an interesting little note on that is the Headbangers Ball back at that time. They used some of the guitar intros for a couple of the songs off of the Prong Beg the Differ album for their intros for Headbangers Ball, like coming back from commercials and stuff. They used some of the guitar intros off that album for the show. And then a few years later, after Vulgar Display of Power come out, they used some of the intros off of Vulgar Display of Power for Headbangers Ball. So... Yeah, it's it's actually a decent. You can tell they're like influenced by Metallica on this album because there's yeah. a lot of I don't know. To me, it, a lot of what they were trying to do was kind of like it had to have been Metallica influenced. Um. Yeah, like I said, that the second Living Color album times up was close for making it for me i really like that one um i had the iron maiden wrote down the extreme pornography yeah death angel act three is actually a pretty is yeah. a is a pretty decent album i remember seeing the video back in the day i off wasn't of that. familiar with the album but i do like some of the newer death angel stuff so i just yeah one of those ones that sort of slipped under Right. The radar, I guess. I never bought it back in the day, but I remember the one video for it, and I remember kind of liking that song, but for whatever reason, I never bought it back in the day. Um, I had the Damn Yankees wrote down. Black Crow's debut was 1990, Shake Your Money Maker, with the Hard to Handle cover. Yeah. and uh, That was actually a pretty good rock album. Decent. Uh, yeah. She Talks to Angels is still... Yeah. One of the all-time great, like, ballad songs. Like, that's a really good song. Um, I had The Slaughter, 
that was actually kind of close for fighting for my 10 spot too. Uh, suicidal Tendencies. I thought about that. Lights, too. Camera, Revolution. Revolution. I remember having that back in the day, but I must have. I really didn't like that it. album that much compared to the uh, yeah. self-titled one. I must have got rid of it at some point because I don't think I have it anymore. Um, yeah. Warrant Cherry Pie, but I, I never I never got into Warrant. Back in the day, yeah. for whatever reason, it was just one of the hair bands I never got into. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a couple other ones that I wrote down that I never heard. Like, uh, Obituary is like a old school thrash death metal band. Yeah. And they had a release that year, but I I just never listened to it. Um, the Cannibal Corpse <laughs> I wrote down. DSI, their I think their debut was nineteen ninety. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, it was a fun list though. It was. It was a good one, dude. It was interesting. Let's hope it didn't get screwed up too bad. I have a bad feeling there's going to be a dead spot there. Yeah. Like I said, I, I wish there was a way you could. Cut that right well, out. Of there is an edit button on here, so what I do is maybe once I. Save it to my computer. I'll screw around with the edit and see at least if I don't think we could have missed more than twenty minutes because when Scott noticed that I think we were thirty th to forty minutes in, yeah, and I know that phone call didn't come until yeah. I assume I'm, that's I'm when thinking it, it was probably at the most fifteen twenty minutes. Yeah. yeah. So line them up. Line them up. <laughs> Why don't Brian's got went to a show. I'd like to touch on the whole Kevlar thing. Yeah. And yeah. then vinyl pick of the week. Yeah, Sound yeah. good? So, Brian, why don't you give us some review on the show you went to? Peterson met up with you. That was cool. Yeah. Snatch. I'm going to take a piss. <laughs> Snatch met up with you. Yeah. What, Snatch Squatch. They caught <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> uh yeah, me and Tamara went down to Pittsburgh on Monday for uh, Hailstorm. Was it was kind of a dual headline, Hailstorm and In This Moment, uh, and then there was the two openers, uh, Stitched Up Heart and New Year's Day, all female fronted rock bands. None of them are. I don't. I don't know if I'd consider any of them really metal. Um, but all really good bands, um, and they were all good. It was and the venue down there that it was at Stage A E in Pittsburgh is a really cool venue. It's kind of like a mini, uh, like the start, you know, Star Lake in Pittsburgh and Burgettstown. Did she do a lot anything from the new album in this moment? Yeah. Did they? Yeah, they did a couple off the new one. Um, yeah, the venue is kind of like a mini version of like Star Lake. Like you got the lawn, and then I mean, there's no seats, and everything's general admission. And you know, like right down in front of the stage, you know, no seats. You just if you want to go down there and stand, you can. If you want to stay up on the lawn, you can. It's it's a really cool venue. It's really neat. Uh, but yeah, Stitched Up Heart was first. They're really good. Her voice was a little off. I don't know if 
Tamara said she know she'd been seeing that they've been touring for a while. So so she was probably she, getting hoarse or yeah, vocal she, cords. I mean, she didn't sound right. horrible, but you could tell she was having hard a hard time like hitting the higher notes. But other than that, I mean, they were fine. They were good. Um, New Year's Day was awesome. Um, in this moment, I was. I was very curious to see them because right. the last time we saw them was before the blood out the album Blood and they you know, now they do a lot of Yeah, it's a little more of a production. There's costume she does a lot of costume changes and they got like a couple like dancers or whatever on stage with her for some of it and i don't know but i mean last time we saw him was like on a mayhem or something on the side stage and they weren't doing any of that stuff you know they were just coming out and playing and she would like wear like a dress or like a yeah like a baby doll dress or whatever and um yeah now it's a little more of a production but i mean they were good she sounded good. The band sounded good. It's just all the costume changes. It just kind of like they would do a song and then they had like a curtain on stage, like a little little room, like basically like they made on stage with like a curtain, and she would go into there. And I'm guessing that's where she was doing all of her changing. So, like, they do a song, and then she'd go in there, and, like, I was like, all right, so i get on, like, looking on my phone and stuff for a minute, you know? It's like, it just kind of, it just kind of, I don't know. It kills the momentum. Kills, yeah. Kills the momentum of the show. Like, Like a show's supposed to flow, and and you're there to see a band play music. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you want to change costumes every... Three, four songs, maybe, but if right. you, especially if it's every song, it was it's almost like you play every a song, song and I then mean, it's a stop, and I'm gonna change my clothes. Right, <laughs> that's fucking Britney Spears shit. I'm yeah. sorry. I mean, that's... I think at the most she might have done two songs in between changes. At the most, I mean, it's and they like didn't play any old stuff. Didn't play anything off the uh, the was it three albums before the Blood album? Uh, that was it sucks. the can't think of the debut. Oh, what it was uh, called? Beautiful tragedy. Beautiful tragedy. And then it was the the one that was kind of a softer um, kind of sound. Yeah, the something or other. The I can't think of that either. Uh, and it was Starcross Wasteland. Wasteland. Yeah, was after that. Yeah, didn't do anything off of any of those. And I think the last time we saw them was off of the Starcross Wasteland because yeah. I remember at that mayhem show because they there was a song on there that she did a do it was like a duet with a ivan moody wasn't it no it was oh it was, it was a it was a wasn't a well-known guy. guy yeah he was actually wasn't even supposed to be on the actual track he just came in to so they could get something down on tape so she to, could respond to it or whatever, yeah. so she could put her part down. Yeah, and he they were going to so bring good. someone else in to Maybe do Maybe they were going to bring Ivan Moody. It might have been. Yeah, yeah it might have been an Ivan Moody that they were going to bring in to do the other part, but they liked his so good performance that, so well 
that they just kept it that way. Right. But I remember that guy came out and did that song with them at that Mayhem show. And, yeah, that was the last time we'd, you know, we'd seen them. And, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, like I said, she sounded good and all that. But, boy, all that fucking... And you think about you just... know how many more songs could have they played? Yeah, and... yeah, you could have well, done do... some of the older stuff. Yeah, you know? I th- well, I think it's disappointing if they've. And then you wonder, okay, so they just decided that this is their band now, and the old stuff is what yeah. they used to be, and they don't want. And it's like it's not. Is it that much different? I mean, yeah, you know what I mean. It's not like it's almost like they're embarrassed by it or shunning it. Yeah, no, this is. Not uh, this is old history, and it's, we're doing this is what we want to do, but I didn't, don't think they've changed that much. No, and it's weird too. Like any, a lot of like, there's a girl at work that's really into them. Now she does have all their stuff, you know, all mm-hmm. of it, and she that she listens to all of it. But it it does seem like a lot of the newer fans of theirs don't even really know about those. First three albums, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, like I, the one guy that we work with, that he didn't go with us, but he was down there with a couple buddies, and we're, well, we were waiting for them to come out. We were, he was standing by us. We we're talking to him, and and I, and I couple his buddies too. I was talking to, and because they were, that I think they were the main band that they were there to see, and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, we haven't seen that. Last time we saw him was. They didn't do all these costume changes and shit, you know, and and, the, and then the one guy was kind of surprised, you know, he's like, really, you know, and I'm like, yeah, they just came out and played, you know, they didn't do all this stuff, you know, so, I don't know. Now, yes, the newer fans that are seeing them live, if they're not playing the old stuff, they wouldn't even, you know. Yeah. You know. Which is kind of not smart by the band then. Why wouldn't you play a couple, at least say, hey, this is one of our older ones if you're not... Yeah, at least with it, go pick it up. Check it out. Yeah, so I mean, it was cool seeing them. They they sounded good, like I said, but yeah, I'm not. I, don't know I wouldn't a big rush fan out to go see um like they were on the like a headliner reason, as yeah. the main reason to go to a show, right? And then uh, Hailstorm played last, and man, I think we've seen Hailstorm four times now, and they've been spot on, fucking awesome every time. It's almost like. What we used to talk about, like, Godsmack and Disturbed, mm-hmm. you know, like. Can't go wrong. You can't go wrong yeah. seeing them live. I mean, now, like, I, you know, like as soon as we yeah. said that about, now, Godsmack, I don't think. I've never been disappointed by Godsmack. Yeah. It happened with Disturbed. Happened with we kept Disturbed. telling Noof every fucking time. David Drake was spot on. Yeah. And his voice was <laughs> fucked. When yeah. He saw him yeah. yeah. And he wasn't. It was still a cool show, but he didn't sound... Well, they were near... No, it was what by far was. the worst we'd ever seen yeah. before or <laughs> after. Yeah. But yeah, Hailstorm has been spot on every time we've seen him. Just awesome. I mean... And she brought, like, in the middle of the show... Because they have the song off their last one, Dear Daughter, which is all, like, her and piano. And... So for that song, they brought out like a baby grand piano mm-hmm. on stage, and and she actually did. Uh, I don't know if she did the whole song, or if she just did like part of it. But she did an Adele song. Oh, 
and it kind of led into oh, that's cool. Dear Daughter. I can't remember the name of the Adele song. Tamara might know, but... Um, so that was cool. Uh, I don't know. She's just... She can sing. I mean, you know, you talk about people that can do it live and can't do it live, and but she can fucking sing live. I mean... I you know I have seen though some comments here and there when her voice has been shot that people when people have went and seen them and her voice was shot and you know she didn't sound good but I haven't I haven't, I haven't come across that yet yourself. so they're just they're they're an amazing live band so it was a good show it was fun. cool other than the fucking t-shirt prices yeah that's ridiculous <laughs> and it was like. Eight fifty a beer, which is about normal. Right. And I think they were like twenty four ounce cans though, so at least they were. Yeah, at least you're getting two beers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, yeah. you're getting two for that. <laughs> How much did fucking Sierra's uh, Jack Daniels or whatever? That was fucking, Captain Morgan. Ten bucks. Captain Morgan's. Yeah, I figured. Ten bucks. They got a. They had the Mike's hard. Black cherry. I mean, or something. I get it. They, what they, that was eight fifty still. I get it. They don't want people getting fucking hammered, right, at these shows. <laughs> but and then that's their excuse. Well, we don't want people getting out of control. But at the same time, it's a bit fucking ridiculous. right. <laughs> the shirts and stuff. It's just like to me, I I can pass now. Like I'll tell you though, there was. I'm sure people four were, fucking lines like oh I'm sure and that's why they sell as hell them that. selling them I mean that's why they sell them because yeah, people buy people them. buy them I mean because when we were younger we would have bought them too right <laughs> because I used to go to shows with two three hundred dollars in my fucking right? wallet didn't and give I'd a spend shit spend every fucking yeah. penny <laughs> right yeah, yeah but they didn't cost that much back then though no but they well, still were I remember the last. Ozfest or two we went to because I would always get you the Ozfest shirt with the dates and with the dates of the bands and whatever logos and it the last couple of those I remember those were like Creeping forty bucks there. and it was like yeah <laughs> okay, I can't do it for a t-shirt yeah <laughs> yeah I could rationalize twenty even thirty because it'd be like I wear the fucking t-shirts you know right it's <laughs> what I wear so I can live with it but now it's like it's getting crazy it's ridiculous <laughs> or we're getting old i guess but i just it's a give me a break yeah i guess it all goes back to you know bands don't make money as much money off oh, of cds gonna, they and stuff. make more money off their t-shirts than so that's CDs, one of the yeah. main ways they make money i guess i don't know but boy it's Pricey. Yeah, and somebody <laughs> did research that says, you know what, if you sell them for 40, people are going to go have a couple drinks and buy the t-shirt, and you're going to make more money selling them for 40 than you are for 20, even if you don't sell as many. All right. <laughs> yeah, but to me, it's like, wow. <laughs> yeah. I'll go buy two or three album records with 40 bucks right <laughs> go to Olean and buy 10 <laughs> not this I'm not going to Olean again <laughs> I'm not going to Olean again I mean, after fucking Olean he was taking pictures every day from 
authors and his <laughs> buddy down there every fucking day with four My vinyl dealer. Yeah, don't tell me it's Christ. Olean's fault. You make maybe one more trip to Olean, you might get the fucking discount there, too. Oh, never know. <laughs> you'll, get the, you'll get that fucking number of the bees for $8. I already have it. Well, you get another one. I'll sell it to you. Yeah, sell it to me for 16 or whatever I was willing to pay for it. So do we want to talk about Kevlar? Yeah. Wow. One of our That's semi-local shocking. bands. Yeah, Scott Seward posted something. Yeah. They're actually playing a CD release party next weekend. And everybody's yeah. getting the new CD. Yeah, anybody that goes gets a free copy of it. Which is, boy, it's them to go. But <laughs> Yeah, they're playing at Sherlock's in Erie. Um yeah, it just came. Yeah, that just came out of the out fucking of the blue. blue. I don't know why. It was Wednesday. We were actually sitting in the doctor office. We both had our six month checkups on Wednesday, and I saw that on Facebook. I'm like, the fuck? I started reading it, and I showed Tamara. I'm like, what the fuck? You know, like, yeah. Apparently, the singer of our local band Kevlar is leaving the band. Um, it sounds like like. I, we read her post, too. She did a post on it, and it sounded like she said she's been kind of th- she's thinking been about this for like a yeah. year, yeah. she said. And uh, me and Tamara, the, what we're kind of gathering from it is it sounds like she's not – like she's – we've talked to her before, and like her favorite band is uh, like – that paramour right uh-huh. you know so i i don't know i i get the feeling that she's more wanting to go like in a that, poppier right more soft like regular rock uh, maybe direction right is what i'm gathering I but don't know not for sure. that, paramour's not that bad either right they do an awesome co- cover and, of strutter yeah strutter oh the kiss yeah mm-hmm and sarah likes that paramour quite a bit i think i think so yeah and like I, we've never listened to, because they had like at least one, maybe two CDs out before, with like a male, with a male singer, yeah. and we've never heard it. But I'm, but they don't, they've never done any of that stuff live with mm-hmm. Kelsey, the singer, you know. And I'm gathering that that stuff's a little heavier, and it seems like that's maybe what the band. Wants, is wanting wants to, to do, do and she doesn't want. really want to go that direction so I think that's what the problem is so it's a shame though because man yeah they were so good those two EPs they have out with her are amazing and, and I'm betting this those little samples I've heard off of this new one it sounds amazing I mean I pre-ordered it yeah. still and they were like when you we talked about this before too. When you go into iTunes and you look at the pre-orders, like by metal or whatever, and they they default rank them by popularity and sales, and Kevlar was right up there for a while, and they never really dropped down to the bottom of it. Yeah. So I'm one. I'm thought I, you know, I don't know what that means. Yeah, I'm not saying they were making a million dollars on this EP, but people were buying it at least. But for a band from Erie, Pennsylvania, to be on iTunes and be near the top, and then (laughs) and then never really fall down more than the middle of the pack on the popularity for 
pre-orders. Yeah. Yeah. With I some mean, name bands in there. I mean, I assume they moved yeah. some copies, you know? Right. So, yeah, I mean... It's, it's disappointing. It's a shame, but... What do you do? I guess uh, we'll see. Like, as far as I know, she's planning on... Doing something else. Doing she's something. Gonna, sounds like she's going to kind of regroup a little bit and then... Yeah. Come out with whatever she's doing next. and Yeah. And the band is going to move they're forward. Gonna move, they're going to so find somebody. Whether they get the somebody, old person back said. or find somebody. Or... Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what both yeah, of them Hopefully they both succeed and it'd be cool if they both came out with stuff that we enjoyed to listen to. And yeah. Maybe we get two bands out of it. Yeah. So, but yeah. It, it was a gut like, punch, though. Like, you know, you. <laughs> You share you put it on yeah. the Metal for Dummies page, and it like I you know I comment I was like it just makes me sad because man I was yeah changing bands that other ones in our group that Jay David yeah I go why haven't you been posting he goes he's been in a studio recording another new album oh yeah he's from is he from New York? he's somewhere near New York City or somewhere out there huh. but he's a magician he's been in. And they're recording new stuff. I'm going to have a full album instead of that EP he had out last time. Right. Six pack. He's in there doing... He's in, He's been in other bands, too. But now he's going out by himself. Right. Huh. So, yeah. I said, well, when, you, when you get it done, I said, go ahead and post it in our... Yeah. In the page. You'll get some comments about it and see what people... In that page to see what they think of your stuff. Right. Because this stuff is it is pretty good. Stuff of the older stuff from the bands he's been in. Right. I told him to post that stuff. Yeah. If you don't, I'll yeah. I'll go ahead and post the other albums that That's he has. That's what it's there for. That's what I told him. <laughs> so. But yeah, pretty big bummer on the Kevlar thing. That was out of nowhere, and because I remember when they announced that show, I was like, oh, I posted on the page. Mm-hmm. Might have to be something we do, and right. Turns out next weekend Tara's gonna be gone again. She has oh, a, really? <laughs> a show, so won't get out that weekend. <laughs> Can't do nothing. Can't do nothing. <laughs> like she was talking about leaving Saturday, but there's no way I'd go to a show at Erie, get home at two in the morning, and then right be in charge of the kids. So. <laughs> It wasn't going to happen for me anyway, and then it makes me bummed it's the last show she's going to do, so I'm never going to get to yeah. see that version of Kevlar, so it's too bad. I wonder if they'll look for another female singer to kind of keep going in that direction right. and then be able to better, at least better do play the... Because that, right. I mean, especially if this was a, maybe, I hate to say big band or whatever... I'd almost just be like... Big band. You know, <laughs> I'm not even interested in this now because, like, they're releasing an album and the singer's leaving basically for the release party. And right. now you have this EP that... I don't know. There's just something for me that's just kind of like, well, that's great. You can never go see this live. You can't... It's not going to go for... It's not going anywhere. Right. And you're just getting into it. You know what I mean? So right. it's like, to me, I don't know. I have a hard time. I mean, I don't even know if I... How quick I want to buy the fucking EP now. I yeah. hate to say it that way. It's just... Because it's like... 
It's just I like, mean, I guess we... should I cancel my pre-order on it? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I'm sure maybe I will, and I'm getting it just because they're more local, but it's like, if they weren't a local band and this were to be, I'd be like, I'm not interested in a right. band that breaks up before they, the album even comes out. Yeah. It is, the timing of it is really weird. Yeah. It is. Like, yeah. They just, you know, just made that. But I guess she could have announced it sooner and then maybe they wouldn't even got any of the pre-orders or anything that they did get right so that's probably what they waited closer and just say okay well, cats guess, out of the bag now we should at least be honest with people and then maybe it gets uh, more people to come to the show and say this is your last chance so, oh, you know, first they out. came out on pre-order i i went and pre- right put but it for this show you know it's it, you know okay this is her last show so if you want to see them yeah this is it so yeah, I would think maybe they pre- preference would be to get a female singer that could do the songs they've already do established. Her stuff, and, yeah. Uh, I did see tough. where <sighs> the guys in the band, because somebody mentioned uh, the fact that they didn't do any of the older stuff since she's been in the band, and, and they said something about, yeah, we've been thinking about you know, wanting to do that stuff live again. So, yeah, I don't know what they'll do. I don't know if they'll find a... I mean, they could find a, a girl singer that... They could do that. That, like, you know, that sings heavy, right. you know, or whatever. I mean, they could find that. So, yeah, it would be interesting to see yeah, it's, what it's they do. It's an important decision for them. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just a bummer, though. It does suck. Man, I still remember when we first... You know, we got into them because they, they were... One of the like local openers at the Agora, right? For I don't even know if it was One Eyed Doll or I think it was a One Eyed Doll show, but I'm not even sure. And we didn't know they were from Erie. Like I remember, we were you know the week or whatever before we went to the show. I was looking at the lineup. And, you know, I saw Kevlar. I'm like, all right. So I looked it up on whatever, YouTube or something, and there was a couple songs on there, and I was listening to it, and I'm like, oh, you know, this doesn't sound too bad, you know. No idea they're from here. And then we get to the show, and they come on, and we're like, man, these guys are really good, you know. And then, at, like, I think two or three songs into their set, they said they were from Erie, Pennsylvania, and we're like, what? what? <laughs> Why? I think we looked at each other like, what? Really? <laughs> and I remember talking to them after their set, and we were like, oh, we're from Warren. Like, we're like an hour away from you guys, you know? And they're like, oh, yeah. She's, I remember she's like, oh, yeah, I got, I got friends that live in Warren, you know? And wow, that's crazy. We were like, holy shit, we had no idea you guys were from Erie, you know? Like, it was crazy. And then ever since then, we were like, right. big into them. I mean, there's... Stuff to put out is really good. I mean, I mean, maybe I'm naive too. I just, and again, I, maybe I'm overranking this pre-order thing. But I, boy, and they were getting on to some big shows. They were traveling, yeah, like to Texas and, and yeah, they got in like a couple little like South festival type or something. Yeah, and, and it just felt like boy, they were taking maybe off they a little got bit. A chance to break through here. Yeah. You know? yeah, I know. I thought I was thinking the same thing. You know, like I said, a fucking band from Erie, Pennsylvania. You know, like. They seem to be doing pretty decent for themselves, yeah. you know. Making a name. 
Yeah. And now, so, I don't know. I don't know what this will... Who knows what this will all do for that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know they're going to keep going in some right, but aspect, but... Do they keep... Do they keep... Upward arrow, yeah. or do they kind of sink like, down yeah. and do multiple shows around? I don't right. know. <laughs> yeah. Did you get a chance to listen to Donnie Faust's? Yeah. I like it. Do you like good. it? Yeah, that's good. Oh. Yeah, they got a... Well, they're doing a show in Jamestown... Oh. It got pushed back, like a month or something. I think I don't think it's until like June sometime now or something like that. And I haven't seen anything about if they're playing in Warren anytime soon. I wish they would. I'd like to go see them again. I'll have to ask them if they're gonna play in Warren again because I'm friends with Donnie on Facebook. Yeah. Well, he said if you I'm before not, he said if you want any merch, he goes let me know. He goes. I'll come down to your house and... That's what he's, <laughs> That's what they said on their Facebook page. They said something about the merch, and he's like, he's like I'll jump in the, the van <laughs> and drive it and bring it to you yeah, or something like yeah. that. <laughs> it's good marketing. I used to race with... Not against him. He was in a lower class when we raced BMX. Him and his, yeah. his sisters and his dad was one of the... On the board at the, at the track. Right. His one little daughter, and not daughter, his sister, looked like Carol Ann from Poltergeist when she was little. (laughs) (laughs) We always go, run to the light, Carol Ann. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God. (laughs) Dad was Floyd Faust. I don't know if you know him or not. Mm Mm-mm. He he drag races. He used to. I don't know if he still does or not. Yeah. Does anybody have any vinyl picks of the week they'd like to share? It's not matter what I've gotten. That's all right. All right. I mean, vinyl pick of the week. <laughs> it's hard for me to pick because I bought. So I want the so one bitching about bowling. <laughs> yeah. The one I <coughs> going to the concert tomorrow night. All you can think of when I see it's Crystal Gale. All you can think of is Ricky Bobby on Talladega Night. <laughs> Or I'm gonna take there and see if I can get her to sign the <laughs> sign the Might album. Might as well. Yeah. You you always say you get to meet the people there after mm-hmm. the shows, right? So I'm sure that, she will. Then I got. It's not metal. It's kind of rock. I got the Hooters, Nervous Night. The Hooters. And some Good Dean band-y. Martin, some Rat Pack stuff. Yeah. No, that's cool. That's what's fun <laughs> about the vinyl, I think. Yeah. Then all the Nova second album subject. That his first album, so he got his second album. Uh, I remember that first one when I was a kid. With somebody fantasy and ball and chain. Yeah, somebody had it. Uh, I don't know. It was one of my. It might have been one of my cousins had it. I think I just remember that song, Fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not as good as his first album, but it's right. all right. 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 No, as far as the pickle, I haven't even got the. I mean, I got. Like I said, I got uh, Mamas and the Papas. Greatest hits. I haven't even had a chance to listen to that yet. Yeah, it happens that way. That's the only one though. That I, had. I listened to the Jefferson Airplane. How was that? Pretty good. They, good. I'll tell you what. For I love the older stuff and the not Starship. The older. Uh, yeah. Jefferson Airplane, Jefferson Starship. I like 
airplane better. Definitely the airplane stuff better. I mean, that stuff's like late 60s, early 70s. 70s. And for that time, I mean, they got, they got some different sound and stuff. Like, it was... It's kind of out there for back then, you know? Like, yeah. But, I mean, I love White Rabbit. and uh, Jane's my favorite song from them. Yeah. But... Yeah, other than that, I know I got... Oh, I don't want, that's what I wanted to mention. I got that Night Ranger album. I don't know how much you listened to them back in the day. I listened to them. But I never... I don't think I've heard any ever heard anything by them other than Sister Christian. I mean, everybody, right. knows, everybody knows Sister Christian. Sister Four Christian. in the morning. But, I mean, I put that on. Seven wishes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I put that out, and it's the album with Sister Christian on it. When I put that on, I'll tell you what, it's pretty good album. Midnight Madness, I think it's called. I'm like, you know what, this is pretty good. It's got some rock and stuff on there. I mean, it's like 83, I think, or something like that. I mean, but it's a good rock album. I was like, I was pretty surprised. Like, I just got it because it's had Sister Christian. And, oh, yeah, why not? Sometimes you know, just... like whatever eight it's bucks just it. fun to do that with the vinyl for some reason yeah because i think we've taught you're more committed to okay. there we had a little pause yeah. again i'm gonna have to turn off my phone or something <laughs> maybe turn off i wonder if i can turn off the ringer or i wonder if you just let that go and don't decline the call yeah I and let know. it run through it's weird but anyway i was when you buy a vinyl like that, you're more committed to just dropping the needle and listening to it. Yeah. So I think that's why, at least in my mind, I'm more willing to do stuff like that because it's like, you know, if I bought this on digital or CD, I, right. I, I, I'm more apt to hit skip, that skip. Right? Yeah. You know? <laughs> but you, you, got the, you throw the vinyl down and you drop the needle and you're going to listen to it. You right. Know? Right. That, no, now the album I got, the complete, the first three albums. You got Billy Squire, Don't Say No. Yeah, I saw you got that. That's my favorite of his. I love that album. That and Emotion Emotions. Pretty good, both albums. Right. Maybe Emotion Emotions might have some filler, but maybe one song, two yeah. songs, if that. The reason I really like Don't Say No is my, sis, my, my one older sister had that when I was a kid growing up, and so I just... You know, I just kind of grew up listening to that album, you know, so. Yeah, I, I've always liked that album. Well, I don't know. I got confused, I guess, because I, I must have just talked about this on Facebook, because I thought, but I don't think we've podcasted for a few weeks. So <laughs> a couple weekends ago, a couple Fridays ago now, the band I really like, Calabrese, had a sale, and it was like, 30% off vinyl or 40% off vinyl. So I ended up getting two of their, they have four of their albums on vinyl. I have their lat, latest one already. It was the first vinyl I ever bought. Right. So <laughs> I ended up buying two of them that it ended up coming after shipping to 33 bucks for two vinyls. Not bad at all. Yeah. And so I got um, one I had been talking to you guys about. They Their first album was an EP. But the vinyl version, actually, the side B has a live show. That's from cool. From 2007. That's cool. I was like, 
well, I don't know what the quality is going to be like because they're not a big band. And right. I'm like, it's the only place you're going to get this. So, right. So I got it. And it's a really cool, like, red with blood I saw the splatters pictures, on yeah. it. It's They're awesome cool with a cool <laughs> label. And uh, so I was glad I got it. And, and so the live quality is, it's a little rough, but it's kind of neat at the same time. But, of course, they don't really swear. I fucking put it on. Luckily, it was when Tara was gone. We're Calabrese from Phoenix, Arizona or whatever. Get ready to move your fucking shit out or something like that. And they start fucking dancing. They start fucking playing. I'm like, the only time they swear is like something like that. You know, line, it's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it was, it's pretty cool. And then the other one, which I got was um, their third album, Cal- Calabrese 3, They Call Us Death. And I think it might be their heaviest album. Right. That was a really cool, like, translucent green. And I listened to that. That sounds really good. Um, That's cool. And the other album that I've just been into, and since I got it, it's one of the first ones I've got, too. Because it's been stuck in my head, and I played it, and I'm going (laughs) to play it again this weekend. It's fucking... Bruce Springsteen, Born in the USA. I fucking love love that that album. That whole thing's good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fucking great album. I do like it, too. Uh, there for a while, back when we used to go to karaoke uh, regularly, <laughs> I was doing... Uh, oh, God, what's the name of the song? It was one of the hits off it. Glory Days? Yeah. Yeah. I was doing Glory Days for karaoke. That's a fun song to yeah. do. Yeah. Um, yeah, that whole... I'm on fire, I mean... I'm on fire, yeah. I like the last song, uh, My Hometown. My Hometown. Yeah. That's a cool, cool song, you know, like the lyric. I love the lyrics in that. Yeah, that's a really good album. It is. And it's weird. Like I said, that's the only Bruce Springsteen I've really ever heard, other than yeah, I, I, his other couple other than hits. like songs. Yeah. yeah, I'm with you. Like that's, that's the only whole album of his I've ever listened to. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, I mean, I'd get more if there, you know. Right. Stuff was available. Yeah. yeah. You know, I know it's available, but I mean, like, I ran across <laughs> it, you know, in Olean with yeah. Scott, <laughs> buying everything in sight. Go with him down to his dealer. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll get you a good price. <laughs> I'll get you a good price. But yeah, I've been into that album. That's fun. Been The weather's nice, so I've been outside a lot lately, but tomorrow's probably going to be a washout, so I'm... Planning on dropping the needle tomorrow. Um, I got another uh, one of those CD or one of those holders. So now I got one on each side of the TV, and I because I was full, I was like jam packed right. full. So <laughs> so I have my album split out now on the left side. I got all my like new, all the one hundred and eighty gram stuff and then all the vintage stuff is like right. i don't know i that's didn't know cool. how to ever split it up i could have just done an alphabetical so each side's an alphabetical that way but right. it, yeah so it's because i was you know i couldn't even like <laughs> peel through the shit so right. <laughs> i know i've actually been thinking about maybe getting a new one of those crates that You're i have close, over there yeah. I mean, I got some room still. Yeah, you but, got some room. But well, I like, kind of like what you're saying. I don't want to get them to where they're Jim. packed in there so I can't look through them, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. 
So it's something you at least want to keep your eye out if you can see a good price or something. Yeah. I've got these two crates are the same. Yeah, you'd want to. Two of the same yeah. thing. I got them off of Amazon. I think they're right around 20 bucks. Yeah. Something like that. So we're actually we're talking about trying to get rid of some of the crap out of the spare room so I can move maybe my CDs and DVDs and stuff into that spare room so we'd have a little more room out here and then I would have some more room for the vinyl yeah, too. Vinyl and stuff. Cause you got everything digital of your CDs. Yeah, and I don't if you want a movie. If you have it organized in the spare room, you can just go pick out what you want. Yeah. So. It's home makeover time. On. Yeah. <laughs> no. Does anybody else have anything else to add before we shut her down? We can. Still oh, I forgot. Try. I got that Misfit album. Yes. Oh, yeah. Collection, right? Yeah. yeah. I have oh, the other won. one. Yeah. The other one I got for like twelve bucks off Amazon, so those are good. I like those. I think you get collection and collection two. I'll get that one next. You're set. You're pretty well set. <laughs> yeah. So awesome. It's fun. Oh, I got my buddy. Fun. Oh, I, buddy boss, whatever you want to say. <laughs> I got him hooked up on iTunes now. He's been. Downloading our medals for dummies and been listening oh, yeah. to Give him a shout out. <laughs> nice. Clark, if you're listening, here's your shout out. Shout out to Clark. Thanks for listening. Yes. We love it when uh, we actually know somebody's listening to these other yeah. than us. Yeah. Let's just see if he wants to come up and do one of these or just oh, sit up here. Everybody's welcome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing that people get all squirrely about, you know, wanting to do it. It's like you don't have to come up and do a list or do just come up and bring a couple beers and sit. That's how you kind of started. Yeah, you know? yeah, it was metal for dummies. Metal, and yeah, and football you, podcast was just a natural. Right? Yeah. After that, after doing the metal for dummies, what I said in one. Yeah. Oh, did no? Did I start with? I think you started, started with football. With the or no, you, the Motley the Crew, crew was your first. first yeah. That yeah. was your list. Idea. In I fact, I think we sh- we shelved that. Remember, because we were yeah. doing it, and yeah. then you couldn't make it, and it was towards the end of our one medal for dummy season, and we were yeah. drifting into football. So we shelved it until you could do it, and then we re- ended up revisiting it. Yeah. So did our top nine. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, sign offs. No. Top albums of 1990. Brian Stanko, it was your list. Tell the people. Yeah. Tell them what they want to hear. I keep forgetting before I sign off. At some point every week, I think, shit, I keep thinking that, I keep forgetting that I wanted to post, start posting some of these lists. Right, I know. Like, I keep forgetting. The one I always think of is way back when we did that Iron Maiden list. I'm like, God, I wanted to fucking post that. I just haven't done it. You know what my stupidity is? I always think, well, gosh, I don't want to post my list and ruin the podcast. Right. Like, because anybody's fucking listening. You know what I mean? <laughs> so then I don't do it. Right. Like, I should just post just it. just forget like, about yeah, it. Here's my list. <laughs> so, yeah, this would be another one that I wouldn't mind posting at some point. But, yeah, this was fun. Um, that was a good one. Top 10 albums from 1990. It was a good one. 
Uh, a lot of good shit. So yeah, until next week. Uh, what we got, Scott on? Uh, Scott's on deck, and we already know Scott's after Scott what mine's gonna be. So All right, and I've kind of I think and I told you, you yours in mind. Kind of got one in mind for <laughs> after years. So we're set for maybe the next three podcasts at least. Maybe yeah. after this goes off, you might have to tell me before I say mine. All right. <laughs> yeah, we will. So yeah, this is Stanko Metal for Dummies. I don't know what to do for 1990. It was a weird time. It was yeah. uh, 80s thing coming oh, out. Thrashy for me coming in. A little bit of grunge happening. Mm-hmm. So this is Stanko Metal for Dummies. And I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I tried to do a little bit of everything. <laughs> <laughs> Pat feels even when Metallica doesn't come off. Wow. I love it. I tried to do a little bit of everything. That was great. That was great. Wow. It's been Mikey to Stank said that's our 1990 albums. And can I take you higher? And I'm out. (laughs) Wow, damn Yankees. Wow. (laughs) Well. I Munch, that was a fun list for sure. We had some similar ones, some different ones. I did not have Striper, but uh, it was not the Striper. I <laughs> was fun until we uh, do this again. I Munch and I'm out. That's that my, dancing? That's my dancing. Like, I, Mother! I'm still bitter that. I'm a little surprised. You didn't have dancing on. I am a little surprised. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I guess it's just not my favorite dancing album. I really like the first one. It's on my long list. That's all I have to say. It was. It's fair. The, it was in the mix for the like the ten spot, but I just it just didn't happen. It's fair. <laughs> it's fair. <laughs>